0: Hello everybody and welcome to Art Drama Llama, where we look beyond the galleries and dish on the art world's gossip, rivalries, and eccentricities. My name is Vartika. And I'm Sianja.
1: And my name is Vanshee. And
0: today we're going to look beyond Flemish still art. Take it away, Sonia.
2: Okay, thank you, Anchor Vartika. (laughs) Okay, so before I get into the details of my topic, I want to ask you guys what exactly comes to mind when you think of paintings that are still life
1: you can be honest yeah i've always thought still life were or still life paintings were super boring because it's just like random objects that you see Oh, I
0: don't even think of random objects. I think of bowls of fruit and <laughs> just painting them. There's like a curtain or something maybe in the back and like the bowl's on a table and that that's still life.
2: Yeah. Okay, okay. So the consensus is pretty much, you know, it's there and it's fruit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So kind of the same thing comes to mind for me too, but kind of adding to that, um, not only does like fruits come to mind but like realism and kind of like old-timey paintings and like that setting like i whenever i see like a still life specifically a fruit i'm like oh somebody from like medieval times painted this and like for some reason in winter i don't know i i don't know i guess oil paints to me are like ah yes at the present time period in human history where there was no electricity
1: and but, specifically know, in the winter?
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know why. Or same thing. When I watch like black and white movies, I'm like, it must be cold. <laughs> but then like the next scene they're like outside and it's sunny. And I'm like, what? Anyway, not, not the point, not the point. So an old timey setting and I also see it as a kind of exercise for an artist to either show off their skill or you know, try something new with like neutral like a neutral subject, right? Because I don't think anybody would get mad if you make like a cubist still life, but maybe somebody would get a little pissed off if you did like a super experimental self portrait that's like a blob, and they're like, "Oh, here, it's you." I'm like, "Oh, cool. I posed for this for an extended amount of period for that." Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, so you, so the general, you know, the general consensus is it's not very exciting opinions that I'm having over still life for you guys. And I feel like the general consensus and like the public is they're not they're not that big of a deal, but they're there right.
1: We're nodding and, for the audience members.
2: Okay, okay. <laughs> and for the most part, like I said, the art world does have that general consensus of yes yeah, still life are pretty much used to paint something nice and have something pretty to decorate rooms with and this. Train of thought has kind of been a long tradition, from like Egyptians using it to depict what food would be left in tombs that were meant for the dead to like feed the dead in the afterlife, to Greek and Romans just using them to like decorate their homes. So while still lives aren't really high art, they are pretty popular within the middle class, uh, which it- which is why you can see them like all over the place. And I feel like that still like applies now, too. Because whenever you go into an office or, like, somebody's home, you're probably going to see a still life in, like, their living room or, like, the waiting area, right?
1: Yeah. I cannot tell you the number of just, like, random flower mm-hmm. landscape paintings my parents have bought to decorate the home. Yeah. Or, like, occasionally you'll, like, see a still life, like, in a
2: bathroom sometimes, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, we have uh... a lot of plants around the house. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> fake plants. A few real ones, but mostly fake.
2: Okay so surprisingly due to like this popularity of just kind of using them as like I would say like visual white noise you know a lot of some sub-genres have developed which gave leeway for like not only women to be able to like paint and you know I guess be considered artists uh, since men kind of saw the genre as like beneath them and then they weren't really that like threatened for women to like start painting if it was specifically like for still life right but aside from that it also kind of gave artists the ability to paint whatever they wanted so nobody was going to come and like commission a a still life specifically for you uh from you but they would buy it anyway so you can just like paint whatever still life you wanted whatever like arrangement of fruits that you wanted and people would like eventually buy it so that's really funny
1: because it's like yeah you could just like yeah, well, can you imagine somebody actually coming in and be like, uh, I specifically want a bowl that has like three bananas and two pineapples and one tangerine uh, and it has to be placed on the table like this? That would be so funny. <laughs> yeah, I think it's
2: a. I think what's funny is like the, people will buy it regardless. And the thing that people aren't that excited about is the thing that gives you the most liberty to like do whatever you want with it
1: that's also true yeah
2: and the like i exciting. never yeah, yeah like, i never really thought about it this way to like start researching this topic um and i'm kind of like oh well maybe i should make still lives and like sell them because yeah apparently because yeah people just buy them
1: it's kind of like um holiday cards not oh, holiday okay. cards. like just like cards that you would buy for people right it's like mm-hmm. you, you don't like have a specific thing that you want it to be said but you just want like a thing that is kind of funny or like kind of nice
2: yeah like, kind of like decorative
1: yeah and it gives people a lot of freedom to just be creative with it
2: yeah so combining all these things where like woman painters aren't seen as a threat people will buy them regardless and people just kind of use them to like decorate the home and have you know this visual like white noise due to all these factors and i guess them not being considered like high art but still important enough to like preserve in some sense there's a bunch of like surviving work of like still like still life from like sur- from like subgenres that like the still life itself like kind of has you know and one of these sh- like subgenres can be seen in the f- Flemish still lives of the art movement like that is the Flemish art uh so as a whole Flemish art is known for being vibrant and giving like giving this vibrancy to material objects and you know how like the artist having this like pretty amazing technical skill and presenting these like materials and having um I don't don't even know how to explain it because you see Flemish art and it's like so super detailed and it's like, I don't know, like you want to touch it because it looks kind of smooth.
1: Yeah, it's so photoreal.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, Flemish art already has like this like kind of high caliber. So obviously they're kind of like still life is like on another level. Uh, But aside from that, like the technical part, the like visual stuff that you just see like superficially it's this the their specific like sub subgenre of like Flemish still life is like filled with hidden messages so the reason for this is because Flemish art like as a whole not just Flemish still life the subgenre comes from like a county in like the Dutch speaking northern part of uh, Belgium called Flanders Uh, some articles you mention other like territories kind of around that area that northern part but a lot of them credit it credit Flemish art to mostly like the Flander like region
1: that Uh, makes so much sense because I was always like why is it Dutch but it's called Flemish but if it's from Flanders which is a Dutch speaking area um that makes that makes sense now it all comes together
2: yeah Yeah, it's,
1: it was kind of like hard
2: researching it and kind of, because I I was like, well, I don't just want to say it's from Flanders because it's like from all these other regions, but I guess it's like predominantly like from Flanders and they just like, they're just known to have like kind of made this art movement.
1: Right, right.
2: Anyway, so uh, this kind of like art movement lasted from the 15th century till about, early 17th century and what's interesting about this genre is that it was able to adapt and depict what was going on in like the time around it in its region through its paintings so for example in like the 15th century you'll see a lot of Flemish paintings uh, depicting stuff that was going on in Flanders from a peaceful and prosperous reign of the Dukes of Burgundy to the succession of uh, of religious crises and civil wars and then the imposition of etocratic rule by the like king of Spain. So you see all these like, you know, kind of serene, pretty paintings to them depicting a lot more like harsher scenes and I guess like dark- darker themes.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
2: Mm-hmm. But you know. yeah, but like regardless of how serene a scene is or how like, I guess, dark or like, historically trying to record something it is it's still like considered within the same like genre yeah that's
1: yeah
2: yeah i thought that was pretty cool
1: yeah it's kind of like what we were talking about like how modern art doesn't really have it's like it's hard to categorize things under like one modern art movement because their art techniques might be dissimilar and like the message they're sending might be also dissimilar as well so i Mm -hmm. feel like and we were like oh this didn't really happen that much in the past, but I guess it did happen a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. So the main reason why I mentioned kind of like that background info is because the Dutch Reformed Protestant church formed in 1571 and it forbade depictions of religious icons. So this made way for symbolic and metaphorical depictions of religious concepts to essentially flourish. And they flourish within the subgenre of like the still life. So due to this genre getting so popular and the symbolism they were depicting became codified, uh, which meant that part of being an art, educated art collector meant that you had to know not only like what these like assortment of like items are symbolizing and kind of like what they meant, but know uh, like kind of where to put them and in what situation to, like, display them.
1: Yeah, that's, that's so interesting, because it's like, oh, these still lives have a hidden meaning that we don't yeah. know like,
2: about. Yeah, if, if you see uh, these paintings, you're just like, oh, okay, it's stuff. Yeah. But then now that you know there's, like, a hidden, like, like, they're there on purpose, and it just kind of hides in plain sight. So I feel like it's very, like, like uh, sophisticatedly, like, passive-aggressive
0: and you'll see why you'll see why it's kind of like those um I guess other paintings that are focused on one topic like let's say um like some biblical scene or whatever but like when you look closely there's so much so many other things going on um that gives it a whole different meaning compared Mm -hmm. to like what you're looking at from like first glance
2: yeah like I guess orthodox, orthodox, uh, Catholic paintings. Before I took like art history, I was like, "Oh, why are these people like not proportional?" Mm-hmm. And then later I learned about like the hierarchy of scale, and if a person's painted like bigger than the others, that means they have more importance.
0: Yeah.
2: And all that. So I'm like, "Oh, okay, I I can see it now. Like what this painting is trying to like convey to me." Mm-hmm. So anyway. So now this is where we get to like the juicy stuff. Gotta so, love the
1: hot goss.
2: Yeah, now that you know all this background and why it's popular and why, I guess, people have these things in specific paintings. So before I kind of like get to the juicy, juicy stuff, I want to ask you all, what do you think strawberries mean? I think. Now, I guess... Yeah, like now that you know that like they have to have a meaning.
1: Yeah. What does it mean? I guess I can only think about it from like a modern context and then I would like automatically think of uh, chocolate-covered strawberries. So I guess when I think of strawberry, I always think of it as like a romantic undertone.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Something about romance, um, I guess if you cut them in half, they're kind of heart-shaped once you take the stem out. So something along those lines. Or I mean, I guess if it's heart-shaped, it could... Like actually mean the heart itself (laughs) okay all right
2: okay so I want y'all to now think of strawberries again but keep in mind the artichokes and asparagus mean the same thing as strawberries what do you think they mean now
1: so you're saying that artichokes and asparagus and strawberries all represent the same symbol Mm -hmm. man they seem so separate to me (laughs) yeah right like it seems kind of random yeah wait is it
0: because they so strawberries have like their little seeds that are kind of i don't know where what i'm getting at is it like the tit like the stem part that's like kind of flares out like that is that why they're similar because, like, Wait. asparagus are also, they have the little, like, I literally Googled <laughs> an asparagus, or, or not an asparagus, an, an artichoke. artichoke. <laughs> yeah, it has the little, like, ridges, I don't know what to call them, like, all the way around. And then asparagus, also, they're, like, long, but then at the top, they have the little, like, petal shape thingies. You know, I'm, like, making hand gestures, but, like, it's <laughs> a podcast. That, I didn't make that, like, connection.
2: But I'm kind of like, okay, so these paint this genre that I'm talking about specifically centered around like 15th, 16th and 17th century. Right. Mm -hmm. So and like I said, when I think about that stuff, you know, not pretty depressing setting for some reason, winter and somebody painting in the dark. So I'm kind of like, okay, so strawberries, they're fruit, they're vibrant and they're sweet. So I'm pretty sure not everybody had them. Mm. But then I'm like, if it means the same thing as artico- artichokes and asparagus, it must be because they're flavorful. Like, they're not easy to come by. So they're, I guess, cherished.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's the connection I made. I'm that makes like, a know, lot more sense than whatever stupid stuff I was yeah. saying. All right.
2: So now that we've speculated this, what do you think they mean? Like, what do you think the meaning is? Before your, like, heart, romance. Now I added- still think
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay. So the connection I was making was like, oh, Bartika said, if you cut a strawberry, then it has a heart shape. And then asparagus are, helps you combat against cancer, which is also good for your heart. And then you can also have artichoke hearts. So it all comes back to the heart, which means love.
0: <laughs> okay. I was thinking artichokes as hearts too, but I wasn't sure. So that probably would have been smarter than like
1: Uh, i'm so embarrassed Uh, other stuff i said no don't be embarrassed we okay so you're
2: so y'all are sticking to like heart
1: i'm sticking to heart i i don't think i can get to the conclusion you want me to get to yeah okay no i just want
2: to see like what do you think now that like these kind of two random like consumable things are added to the mix
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm just i'm just really hopping on that heart train
2: yeah, okay, because for some like strawberries, I don't know, it would probably mean something about like rich people. And then I saw like artichokes and asparagus. I'm like, oh, I guess like health, tastiness. All right, Hortica, just sticking with heart?
1: Yes. I'm... Okay. Just forget the other stuff. <laughs> We're okay. doubling down.
2: So yeah. they actually symbolize paradise and heaven,
1: or oh. heaven, I guess yeah that's so interesting. I would have not made that association at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't feel particularly heavenly when I eat artichoke or asparagus.
2: Well, I couldn't really find why these things like symbolize that, but i'm I'm sticking with my theory of like, oh, it must be something like nutritious or something like tasty.:
1: Right. Yeah, or if it's something that's hard to come by as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh anyway, or maybe it was like uh like a delicacy back then. So what do you okay. So what do you think butterflies symbolize? Angels. Okay.
1: I'm thinking of flying. And I also think of the butterfly effect, which I'm sure they did not have that theory back then in the fifteen <laughs> to 17th century okay uh but I think I would probably go like color something that's like colorful maybe like and flying so maybe some sort of, like maybe it represents freedom of some sort or you're like living your life colorfully freely
2: okay 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 so butterflies and Flemish art means like something like the feeling of something fleeting fragile the fragile brevity of life the human soul and because of the metamorphosis that a cal- caterpillar like goes through to become a butterfly it also means jesus's death on the cross and rebirth
1: oh that makes a lot of sense i feel mm. like even even the like butterfly going from a caterpillar to butterfly analogy still stands today <laughs> i just completely forgot about how butterflies work apparently
2: <laughs> okay okay uh so Depicting these things in your painting is meant to be seen, you know, as kind of like a little reminder that you will eventually die. So you should like kind of enjoy these things while you can. And as a little reminder that if you know you kind of want to enjoy them, you should like remember about Jesus, kind of you know, like behave like life is fleeting, these things while you want to enjoy them. You should, like, you know, still, I guess, in a way, stay virtuous. All right. So, now that the nice stuff, the nice symbolism is out of the way, what do you think uh, meddlers mean when you see them in, like, a still life painting?
1: I don't even know what a meddler is.
2: It's just, like, fruit. It's a fruit. If you don't want to Google.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) If you don't want to Google, just know that it's a fruit.
0: So do they have to do with death then? Since they're they look so like bad, I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to me, they kind of look like pomegranates. So you know, pomegranates, Hades. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I was <laughs> <laughs> so you're sticking to death,
2: Martika. <laughs> yes. Okay, Manchi, uh, what do you think?
1: I to me, they look like a cross between pomegranates and um, persimmons, and like in, or I guess I'll, uh, I'll describe it a little bit. It's like a, like a round fruit with these leaves that are sticking up at the top of it. Um, so to me, it looks like a combination of a persimmon and a pomegranate. And I'm gonna take the, I guess, opposite angle from Tika and say, so persimmons and I think Asian cultures represent wealth, I think, or maybe it's something else. I'm just going to say it represents wealth.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to give you a little bit of background of this fruit. So I want to hear responses after you hear this background I'm going to provide. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so this fruit has actually been cultivated since ancient times. And it's not edible raw the only time that it's edible is until it's basically began to rot oh dang. what is your responses now
1: well to me the first thing i think is like kind of like what but- no, i kidding <laughs> wealth rots exactly wealth rots uh yeah because we were watching um the, the hobbit movies and essentially it's like if you're a dragon or if you love gold so much then you're gonna become a dragon or rot away in your Little corner of the world, by yourself. Um, yeah, so wealth rots. No, but I was gonna say, um <laughs> it seems like a lot of gluttony, right? Like you just keep doing something, right? Or like,
2: well, I don't it know, because just- you can't eat it raw when it's you know like, I guess good. You can. It's only consumable when it rots. So I don't know if if it means gluttony.
1: Mm, okay.
2: But okay. So are you gonna are you sticking with gluttony?
1: I wanna let Tika give her analysis and I wanna think about it more.
0: Okay, okay. Okay, so you said that they can't be eaten raw. Um mm-hmm. or like you can't eat them raw until they basically rot. So does that mean kind of like life? Like <laughs> I don't know, you're 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 tasty once you're old (laughs) not what i was getting at but sure (laughs) um i don't know like as you get older you're more wise you have or not more wise you're wiser you have more experience so you're just like able to do more things i don't know is that kind of like is that i don't know that's pretty philosophical
2: Okay. yeah I like
1: that like as or that it's like how wine he like fine wine you want to have it age before it tastes good
2: okay all right are, are y'all gonna stick with that
1: yeah I'm gonna stick okay. with
2: okay all right well I'm sorry to disappoint but due to it not being consumable until it's rotting it is a metaphor for uh, let me see if I'm going to say this right. Wantonness. Which means lacking restraint or control. Or, you know, reckless freedom from inhibition or worry. Prostitution and the ruining of something pure.
1: Oh. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but I kind of like where interpretation better. Where like... Yeah. <laughs> You're you're the most like I guess like intellectually tasty once you're like dying <laughs> essentially <laughs> once you're old, not when you're like young and like good to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like I like Bartika's interpretation as well, but this also makes sense. It's something about like it's just good things and rot in my head kind of makes sense because if you have like too much of a good thing, it's like bad for you, right? Or it's like or I think of hedonism, kind of, like, you just the only thing okay. you do in your life. So maybe like...
2: ma- it goes back to maybe, like, your initial gluttony thought. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Wait,
2: that wasn't your initial because you thought wealth. Your second initial.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly.
2: Okay, okay. So, in short, this was kind of code for sexually liberated people don't go to heaven. Uh, aka, as the unwoke people call them, hoes. <laughs> so, you'll heard to hear hoes don't go to heaven. So, imagine if you walk into somebody's house and you see that. I would yeah. have it at like a party setting where it's meant to like people let loose. Like, I would have it hanging out, like, hanging out, <laughs> like, around my New Year's party. Be like, okay, guys, you can party, but don't like
0: be too crazy. (laughs) That's where I I would place it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a subtle dig at everyone, like, everyone's just like, oh, it's just another random fruit painting (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) And then only the coolest
1: people will understand, (laughs) okay? Only the listeners of this podcast will understand who,
2: only llamas. (laughs)
1: only llamas only our okay. llamas
2: we should like hang that up in our next christmas party whenever we can like meet up again
0: yes <laughs> that's a great idea just don't idea. tell anyone only those
1: yeah who have listened will understand.
2: yeah they'll be like what is this why is this here and we'll just like be like don't worry about it
1: yeah also that's like a way for us to figure out who in our friend group actually listen to our podcasts oh my gosh that's <laughs> kind of evil okay just show them the
0: painting be like so this is flemish art what can you tell me about this (laughs) this okay just start
2: quizzing people
0: okay so once quarantine (laughs) ends we'll
2: just be like okay guys um welcome to my home again can you (laughs) tell me five
0: facts of the things you see on my walls (laughs) so yeah hey guys if you're listening remember this (laughs) we're gonna ask you
1: (laughs) It's gonna be a test
2: okay would you ever like give somebody this painting i feel like i would if i'm like if somebody like pissed me off like let's say i threw a party and somebody just like did whatever the hell in my home i'd be like oh okay that's how you want to be all right
1: i think it would be so funny if you hung it up um in like a, in a what is what are they called like brothel in a brothel. <laughs> it's like a subtle dig at all the guys who go there. It's like, go' ho be a hoe. Okay, okay. I mean, it's more of a dig at the woman then. Yeah, I was going to say that seems kind of. Yeah. It's kind of slutty. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess you're unwoke.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I I'm there to just sh- shame the guys because most of them are probably there to have an affair. Okay. Or most of them so, are. Okay, so put it in the waiting room. Yeah, put it in the waiting room so they can look at that. <laughs> they're about to go okay, meet okay. their female prostitute.
2: Alright. I would give it to a newlywed couple.
1: <gasps> also
2: a good one.
1: That's a good one.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel like if I do that, that would be a curse. Never mind, I'm not going to do that. I guess if I didn't like like the husband, I'd be like, here you go. Mm. But I feel like that no, you know what? Never mind. I feel like giving it to like a newlywed couple doesn't do anything because now that they're married, they can have sex.
1: <laughs> I guess so, but
2: I guess okay, let's say that newlyweds they divorced because somebody had an affair. I'll give it to the uh, like the person fairy. who was cheating.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. give it to the fairy. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say.
1: Okay. I feel like this is not how they wanted the painting to be taken, <laughs> the context yeah, of it. Like I'm, we're yes. using this I'm, in like super tongue in cheek ways or sarcastic <laughs> ways, <laughs> whereas I'm sure back then they were like, truly, super don't serious. be a hoe, yeah.
2: yeah. OK, yet yeah, Flemish still lives don't just have fruit. They can also have non-edible objects, such as in a painting by artists, oof. Um, i'm gonna butcher this so to everybody speak such i'm sorry but um i'm uh let me just say it adrian corte or as google translates it cortain of a oh my gosh nautilus shell and like random seashells surrounding it so do y'all want to take a gander of what that could mean a painting of a cell. Nautilus. Nautilus shell? Nautilus. Nautilus. Wow, you really let me like say all these (laughs) pronunciations.
1: (laughs) Really let you struggle there.
2: Yeah. Okay, so this nautilus shell surrounded by other random seashells.
0: When I think of shells in paintings or like when you were talking about it, the first one I thought it was the birth of Venus she's coming up out of the sea and there's like foam Mm -hmm. everywhere right and i don't think she's coming up out of a shell like are there's oh she is she is
1: man she's nodding
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so she is i think there's also pearls by her feet right or maybe i'm wrong but at least she's coming out of a shell so that's what i first thought of and like i don't know something to do with (laughs) greek mythology or um not yeah, beauty, um, love, again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, whenever I think of seashells, I think of the fact that they're, like...
0: The conch shells?
1: Yeah, I think of the conch shells in a spiral and how it seems like it goes on forever, yeah? Uh, so I'm going to say it represents eternity. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Dun, dun, dun.
2: So, the meaning of the Nautilus shell is that it represents a human skull.
0: So then do the other random seashells represent the rest of the body? (laughs) That's a pretty good guess, but no.
2: You know, I feel like that would have made more sense. Regardless, Uh, the other seashells are symbols of religious pilgrimage. So looking at these assortment of shells basically means that you should go to like your local place of worship, or I guess like shrine, for example, before it's too late. That's it. There's there's no calling anybody a hoe or anything.
1: Oh, wait, okay, so is then the human skull or the, the knowledge shell, which is the representation of a human skull, is that supposed to represent like you, the viewer? And then because you're surrounded by shells, which means religious pilgrimage, it means like you, human, go to church
0: yes okay so if that was paired with um what was it called the med- medlar is that what it was called mm. yeah medlar so if the, it was paired with that it would be like you human go to church because you're being a hoe <laughs> okay all right i would take as like hoe go to church <laughs> <laughs> or that.
1: Yeah, yeah i, I guess like- so yeah that's, wow. that's so interesting. I love that because it's like, I think that's what made me so interested in art history to begin with is we see these paintings kind of at face value and like, why the heck would you paint any of this, right? Mm-hmm. But there's actually symbols behind everything or there is a meaning. You just have to understand really the context and the history in order for you to really appreciate I think the artwork itself. So yeah, this just reaffirms my interest in art history. And also now I just wanna like come up with my own language based around random objects in the household and just paint that. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we are always doing that, right? Cause like now we have different meanings for different fruit emojis, right? Or oh, like- yeah. You Oh know, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> all right.
1: yeah, It translates. Yeah.
2: I once saw somebody argue that us using emojis is going back to like using hieroglyphics
1: oh <laughs> yeah i guess so i guess so but i guess with hi- hieroglyphics it, they were supposed to also represent sounds whereas i think we're actually just trying to represent ideas with them
2: mm. is it your dad like an artist
1: like yes. in the sense
2: that he has like the technical skill
1: yeah yeah he draws a lot of um still (laughs) alive
2: okay well there you go you should like arrange a thing for him and be like dad draw it oh yeah if he goes like this is kind of random just be like dad please
1: (laughs) it has a specific meaning it's saying ho go to church (laughs) (laughs) actually i
2: think i feel like he'd ask who are you calling a ho and why do they need to go to church
1: (laughs) i think he would be like what does ho mean (laughs) Or actually he might take it a different meaning, which is like whenever I think of ho, I like always think of like, ho. No, I always think of the Asian last name, H O. Oh. And
2: <laughs> maybe Again, t- wouldn't he ask? Like, who are you telling to go to church and why? That's true.
1: That's true. I don't know if he would think of it, but yes. I think he mm-hmm. or maybe I think he might think of the tool. He's like, Why does a tool need to go to church? Um <laughs> But I think the other thing would be really funny if you just gifted a painting that's just, like, full of medlars to someone whose last name is Ho. And then, you're like, why are you giving this to me?
2: <laughs> I feel like if your dad knew about Flemish still life, he would, like, I don't know, gift it to people he doesn't like. He's like, ah, now that I have the tools <laughs> to insult you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me just do all the low-key. I actually think my dad is paying enough to do that. <laughs> Okay, all right. It's no actually
0: joke. not a bad idea. Yeah, like, yeah. you'll never know. I think you I, mean... I, yeah, I'm not that good of an artist, but whatever, I can do. I'll, <laughs> I'll just draw some fruit, draw some medlars. be like stop.
2: You can like Photoshop <laughs> it and then just add filters to make it look like you painted hey.
1: it. We we add a filter so it looks like it's drawn in the fifteenth to sixteenth century. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like a legitimate still life.
0: Oh yeah, I bought mm-hmm. this image off of someone, but it's actually a picture of a, a like a 15th century or sorry, 16th century painting. <laughs> Very original. It's yeah. by the artist, and then like say my name with like some weird actor. Or, like,
1: <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Combine our names together. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly.
2: Okay, so I would like to see some Flemish still life from your dad.
1: I will, yeah. I will definitely pass the message along, and I also want to see Flemish still life from my father.
0: Wait, would, at that point, would it be Flemish still life, though?
1: Oh, that's true. It okay, will be so
2: fly to Flanders, <laughs> paint something there, and come back,
1: and then it'll be Flemish still life. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> he you also needs
2: point. to have he he does need to have vibrancy to it, though.
1: Mm. Okay, that might be a problem because he was also- <laughs> in graphite.
2: Just tell, let the spirit, the spirit of pettiness, like, take over.
1: <laughs> let that color his painting.
2: <laughs> it'd be, you know, it'd be, like, instead of, like, a family band, it'd be, like, a family, like, painting
1: mm.
2: group. You set it up. He, like, does yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Well, we need to include the two other family members as well somehow.
2: Uh, Your mom can be the manager. (laughs) And your sister can be the influencer that promotes it.
1: Ooh, yeah. That's a good idea. You know, this kind of just sounds like um, Josephine Nivison and (laughs) Edward Hopper. (laughs) All the women in my dad's life are going to help him manage his (laughs) Newly, his painting. <laughs> yeah, his Flemish life still life paintings.
2: <laughs> Isn't that like the dream?
1: I guess so for him, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Unless you want to be Flemish still life artists, please make us some paintings. But now that we know the meanings, don't, don't try and like pull something on us.
1: Yeah, don't pull the over eyes. We know what's going on. Yeah, I, I really like that and I wish there was more like a modern equivalent or I think it's not even that. I think I just like the fact that these random objects had a meaning that we are only now discovering, right? Because it feels like it was a bit of a secret, but I have to keep reminding myself it's not a secret. Like everybody would have known what that meant. Just like everyone knows what a peach means when you...
0: Those Speaking novels. of emojis, though, you could use these emojis or like emoji or like fruits that you would put in your painting but fig- find these those emojis and then send them to people instead be very cool. passive aggressive that way advocate <laughs> just send like, a
1: medlar a... emoji for <laughs> <by> 2021 <laughs> yeah it's just send a like a, ra- a line of random fruit and they'll be like what <laughs> <laughs> send a strawberry well,
0: remember it
2: doesn't have to be fruit They can be non-edible objects
1: Like the shells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send a bunch of shells. But I just really want the medlar, you know? That's really just the only message I want to ever send.
2: (laughs) Are you trying to tell us something, Manchi? Are you okay? Yes. You believe that we're (laughs) together?
0: The way she had to, like, pause and think about it. I don't
1: know. Yeah, (laughs) what aren't
2: you telling us? Have you been hoing around during quarantine?
1: Oh, you know, I'm just, you know having fun times this is manchi's well, bsing did, tone did. yeah
2: well she <laughs> did give us that episode that ended on a very erotic painting
1: okay i do not take credit for any of Artem- artemisia's work she drew it i had to talk about it but did you yeah i had to you know
2: okay the power of artemisia compelled you
1: yes exactly her spirit literally came down and told me i need to send this message
2: okay and now these uh meddlers are going like hey you should have thought twice about it
1: (laughs) oh yes all these all these meddlers out there telling me Mm. what i can or cannot do just meddling in your life just meddling (laughs) in my life yes yes tika (laughs)
2: Okay, so to summarize Flemish still life paintings thus far, they are as the artist over on Twitter, Iron Spike, who made this thread uh, over Flemish art, says Heaven, death, and purity are themes that reoccur in Flemish still lives, dressed up as breakfast spreads, dinner tables, and object collections. Some, like the butterfly, are pretty and pleasant, not too harsh.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a lot to think about.
2: Yeah. Okay, anyway, so I'm gonna talk about Juicier Juice that is a nuddler juice and I'm gonna and it's uh Bonitas paintings. So when I first researched this part, I was a little confused on whether they're categorized as the same art genre as Flemish art. But after like rereading the Twitter thread, you can kind of read it as they're including it as part of Flemish art or as a part of the subgenre of like still life. But other articles kind of categorize it as like its own thing, but still a subgenre of like uh, still life. So I'm like 60 to 80% positive that Bonita still life are their own thing from Flemish art. But Like I said, still falls under that still life subgenre. But anyway, Vanitas paintings uh, in general are a style of still life that were popular in the Netherlands around the start of the 17th century. And its mission was to remind people about their mortality and that pursuing worldly things was pretty useless since, you know, you're going to die and all your possessions, accomplishments or interests aren't going to go with you. Uh, even the name of the styles of still life is representative of this by vanitas being the Latin word for vanity. And the This, like, subgenre was kind of nicknamed meaningless paintings, like air quotations on meaningless.
1: Wait, why air quotations around meaningless? Well,
2: like, their message isn't meaningless, but the things that they're depicting are trying to, like, portray to you that they are meaningless you know what i mean
1: oh okay that life itself and like all your other things are meaningless right it well more like you're gonna
2: die so you shouldn't be so attached to like worldly things
1: Gotcha. because in the
2: end they're kind of meaningless because when you die you can't take them with you oh interesting which yeah which is funny to me because like didn't egyptians like believe the opposite
1: yeah, like I think a lot of cultures believe the opposite and they would want to be buried with all their possessions and slaves and wives all together. Yeah. I
0: was going to say, so they're essentially telling you to live a, or are they telling you to live a plain and simple life? Uh, I
2: would say more like don't get to attach a, a, on things like your status. Or, mm-hmm. like, if you're rich, like, you know, how, like, rich people kind of like to flaunt the stuff that they own.
0: Yeah.
2: And even people that aren't rich, but, like, want to seem rich, they, like, are very attached to, like, material things.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I think it's more of, a, of, like, a call to action to correct that behavior.
0: Okay. So live, I guess, more. Like, I'm live authentically, air I guess. Yeah, yeah. More normally and just, yeah, yeah, authentic. That's, that's a better word
2: yes but in order to drive this message that you're gonna die so don't get attached to your possessions kind of to drive this home these still lives would include things like books uh, and wine to represent worldly things in skulls, short candles, wilting flowers or empty hourglasses to represent your mortality Um, you see
1: these okay so these symbols make much more sense to me right yeah like, i was about to say yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing <laughs> they're, they're a lot less like tongue in cheek i guess yeah 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 yeah, like- yeah
2: but that's the whole point about uh vanita's paintings is that they're in your face like they do not hide what their meaning is mm, okay but but i guess because it's still an object it's still symbolic enough to like fall under the radar of like the church you know
1: mm. mm-hmm. well when the church want this message to be spread like because then it's i think Well, they-
2: at the time uh, a lot of these messages were portrayed through like biblical scenes and the church Uh-oh. you know banned like uh religious like i like
0: religious icons being like painted and portrayed oh, okay okay yeah. so that's where that's kind of why you were saying um vanitas vanitas paintings might be like its own genre because like while they are both showing um, or utilizing symbols to tell people different things, um, one is more apparent than the other. It's, I was going to say opaque, but that's not the right word. (laughs) One is more like depicting more clearly than the other. Yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, they. I mean, it was also pretty popular like around the same regions as like the Flemish still art. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like I said, like, the artist that made a Twitter thread, the way they write it, they consider it as still part of Flemish art. But, like, in other articles, they very much describe it as, like, its own thing. So mm-hmm. I kind of see it as its own subgenre within the still life.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it just has, like, the same themes as Flemish art.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I yeah, and I it's mean. Like yeah.
1: more religious. Like, it comes from more religious backgrounds, because... Oh. Uh, like, Van I. Okay, oh, I feel right. like
2: Flemish art is more religious, but.
1: Okay, in general. You'll see as we, as, yeah, you'll see as
2: we, like, get down to it. Okay, cool. All right, so in order to kind of give you a better picture of the composition of these still lives, um, like, how they were, so that you see kind of, like, how their message was portrayed a lot more clearer. Uh, so they would have objects, like, playing cards tobacco pipes instruments or Chinese porcelain as symbols of mortal wealth accomplishments and like luxurious pleasure next to skulls so you know that's that's a pretty clear statement right there like as soon as you see it you can't confuse it with anything Mm. else Mm -hmm. other yeah other than like oh well crap
0: yeah, like, oh, there's the shell, or there's a skull, and then there's all these shells. What do they mean? It's just so random. But then yeah. here, it's like, oh, those things, um, or, or like if some wealthy person was looking at them, they're like, oh, I have those things in my house, and then they see the skull, they're like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, yeah, it's very, um, it's easier to make sense of the paintings is what I'm getting.
1: hmm
2: Okay, so now while all that is punk rock and all, uh, these paintings get even edgier after January 30, uh, 1649. Uh, do you want to take a guess of what happened that date? That's such a specific date. <laughs> I was not
0: expecting Well, you're that. in like
2: AP classes. So I'm like, maybe maybe they know at the top of their head. No, I can only take a gander. Two were too, though. <laughs> yeah, take a gander,
1: take a gander. I think, I mean, that time period seems like religious reformation is going on a lot, but I'm also going off hints that you gave earlier, so I'm hoping I'm casting my chips the right way. Wait, are you
0: thinking more of, like, what was his face? (laughs) King Henry, Henry? Yeah, Henry VIII, who, he was the one who split with the Protestant Church, right, to form the Church of England. Is that where you were trying to... I think
1: he split with the Catholic Church.
0: Or, yeah, the Catholic Church to form the Church of England. Is that kind of where you were going,
1: Manchi? Yeah, but there's also just, like, general religious reformation, I think, all over Europe during the time. I should That's know this. True. My roommate did a whole thesis on religious reformation in Europe. <laughs>
2: wow.
1: <laughs> What's her name? Amanda. Okay, Amanda, if you're
2: listening, clearly Manchi <laughs> did not listen to y'all's conversations. <laughs>
1: yeah whoops
2: please keep staying a fan amanda we need the listeners
1: we need the income
2: okay okay
1: (laughs) tell us what happened on january 30th 1649.
2: okay so y'all are sticking with like something religious slash uh royal related
1: yes final answer we're locking it in (laughs) okay
2: so what happened was that Charles I became the first king of England to be tried and executed by his subjects and later be hated, beheaded, be beheaded early the next year.
1: So we weren't wholly off, right? We had something about a Holy. English. <laughs> yet, whole, <laughs> we were not divinely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> we had something, you know, with an English king and the church.
0: So, Sahania, why was um, King Charles I tried um, and then beheaded? Uh, he was tried and beheaded for treason. I see.
2: Yeah. But from what I can tell, he was already not well-liked. He mm-hmm. like, did a bunch of other stuff, but like officially it was treason. So the reason why this specific trial and beheading of this king is important is because this king specifically strongly believed in divine right. And for those who don't know what divine right is, it's a political belief that the kings get their authority from God, so they can't be held accountable for their actions by any earthly authority. And it's kind of like a way to justify like the monarchy having like this ultimate like authority and being kind of untouchable. Um, yeah
0: they can do whatever they want um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and basically have no repercussions because they're like oh god told me to do this so it's perfectly legal
2: yeah or like i would say it's more along the lines of like well god gave me this power so like who are you to try me
0: mm-hmm. okay okay
2: or to like challenge me mm-hmm. anyways so having not only a king but a king that strongly believed uh, and I'm assuming was pretty vocal about his divine right, not only be tried by his subjects, but executed, made Vanita's painters lose their shit. Because this was a literal real life event about what they were paint, like what their paintings were all about. To something to recap that you would die and then your material things do not matter.
1: Yeah. As, uh, as Hamilton says, you know, death does not discriminate.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was such a long class. Yeah. It took, it took you a second thought, to process I it. I was going to and... be more to that.
1: No, that was it. <laughs> Death does not discriminate. Or I guess Aaron Burr and Hamilton sing it in the Hamilton play.
2: There's this... um. I wouldn't call it a fable, but there's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's a Mexican novel called uh, Macario that talks about that, if, I don't know why I'm mentioning this, but, yeah, it's this whole story about, he's like, death doesn't discriminate, because he refuses to share his sandwich with, like, God, the devil, but he shares it with death, because he's like, you know what, we're cool, because you take anybody, rich or poor.
1: Dang, that guy has guts, to be like. yes. God, Satan, I don't care about you. All I care about is death, which I guess is kind of accurate, you know? Anyway, so then starting in like
2: 1649, crows would appear in monetize still lives pretty often and pretty much everyone knew what the symbolism was for. But if an artist felt that you needed, you know, a little extra hint that they would include a small portrait of Charles I in their still life
1: dang charles the first becoming uh an example for everybody else (laughs)
0: yes so wait he if there were crows that's basically that he was there like the crows represented him uh i would say that it
2: represented like the event oh okay okay so you're looking at this painting right and you see Mm. these skulls and these like half like used up candles these wilted flowers these like books these you know kind of luxurious things and you're like haha okay whatever I get it I'm gonna die (laughs) yeah I'm not supposed to care about like my material things but then you see this crow and then you're like dang like a literal king Mm -hmm. was tried and beheaded and it didn't matter that he was a king like death still took him like Mm
0: -hmm. at the end of the Mm -hmm.
2: day his riches his castles his status didn't nothing matter.
0: really mattered yeah yeah
2: so I feel like the crow was more like hey look like this actually happened
0: mm-hmm.
2: and not just to anybody but to a king wow
0: that's that's so deep like you would look at the these types of paintings and be like oh it's just some still life like oh I see some dead flowers like so, some crows or whatever but there's so much meaning behind it
2: mm-hmm. and I feel like it would like it also like impacts a lot when you see like these small like portraits of him in these paintings, because I guess mm-hmm. you could kind of like l- like see this painting with a chrome bee and still kind of brush it off, but then you see his portrait and you're like, okay, well this is, this was a li- like back then a picture of, but like a portrait of somebody.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, mm-hmm. not only is this like a moralistic thing, like it actually was executed in real life.
1: Yeah, can you imagine? like as a king that your legacy would be in part your rule but then also in other part the fact that your legacy is just you becoming a representation of like don't get too attached to your worldly possessions or like death doesn't really care about who you are in life and be so prominent in Flemish art that way that's crazy like you're just I
2: feel like people with a bunch of like power and status kind of have that in the back of their
1: mind That their legacy can always be, like, taking a different direction than the way they intended it to be.
2: Yeah. I feel like that's what they're afraid of. Of, like, at the end of the day, once they're gone, they're kind of, like...
0: They have no control over what their life...
2: No, more like they're, like, made to face that they were nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, at the end of the day, you were hated. You were, like... You became, like, a lesson.
0: Yeah, That's they made true, an right?
1: example out of him. Yeah. And I think it's not even the people who are hated that become an example, right? Because I was just thinking about Mother Teresa and she, I would arguably say, is a very famous, uh, is a very prominent figure. And we use her as an example for what virtue should be like.
2: Yes. And she was actually a horrible person. Anyway. Whoa, 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 what? Yeah, she was actually a pretty bad lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But I, I, I do feel like it adds to like what you were saying, that you can't really control how you're looked at after your death. Mm-hmm.
1: I yep. mean, just
2: look at Georgia O'Keeffe.
1: Yeah, it's true. People completely took her paintings and ran in the opposite direction.
2: Yes. All thanks to who? Her husband. So back to the main lesson of this podcast, don't get married.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, I should caveat <laughs> for people who might have not listened to Georgia O'Keeffe episode. It was her husband but also the 70s feminists you know because they wanted to promote female empowerment and female ownership of their own body parts which in all fairness is a good message but it's not what Giorgio o'keefe originally intended with her her flowers
0: yeah she just wanted to
2: paint some flowers man yep. yes i feel like that's every artist at the end of the day they're like i just wanted to make art <laughs> all right so that much concludes my shady side of still lives uh but i do have like with the portrait and crows of james charles and bonita's paintings that concludes it but i do have some honorable mentions pertaining to symbolism in these types of paintings so i'm gonna throw some words at y'all and without thinking you need to tell me what you think these symbolize
0: bread wait 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 before you start bread what wait. does it mean <laughs> ah! <laughs> wait are we thinking of them in context of Bantas paintings or just normal flemish still life flemish still life bread go food <laughs> nutrients Manchi, bread nutrients
2: oh i thought you said entrails i'm like okay that was pretty dark oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're sticking with food and nutrients. Mm-hmm. It means the body of Christ.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oysters. Wealth.
2: Yeah, because they have
1: pearls. It's wealth. Exotic,
2: or not exotic,
1: erotic love. Oh, I think I've heard that as well. Okay. Yes, keep going. Yeah. So, like Venus de Milo.
2: Yeah, it was funny when I looked at this because I was like, oh, isn't that like a wife's tale in contemporary times that if you eat oysters it's like an aphrodisiac
1: yeah 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 that's what i was thinking as well yeah oh wait
0: also i i want to say i said venus de milo just now i meant the birth of venus because she's coming out of a like a A clamshell and there's pearls around her feet so yeah
2: okay
1: cats
0: cats cats felines
1: Well, I think of predator when I think of cats, but...
0: I was thinking of, like... I don't know. This is very simple, but companions because that's kind of what they were in Egyptian society. Okay, well, this is the Netherlands, I think. Wait, what? Well, this is the Netherlands. (laughs) That's true. But I mean, they could have been inspired by (laughs) Egyptian art. You never know. Evil deception.
1: Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I guess that makes sense too. Peaches. Oh, you know that booty. <laughs> yeah, that's I meant. the peach emoji.
2: Okay. Okay. I feel like that's more contemporary. That would be so funny if that's what it meant back then too.
1: <laughs> that booty. Yeah, it would, I
2: would. I would be like, humans have not changed. <laughs> if that were the case. <laughs> Okay, Bartika, you're sticking with booty too? Yeah. Y'all are lame. Have contradicting opinions.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. I'll change it. I'll change it. I feel like it could mean rot and ruin. I don't know why, but maybe because I'm thinking Rot and ruin. Yeah.
2: You still have those meddlers in your head. <laughs> I do. It means heart.
1: Oh, that's such BS. Okay, all right. <laughs> How is that BS? It doesn't look like a heart at all. Well, a heart
2: is like an oval. So I feel like peaches are closer (laughs) to that than like a
1: candy-shaped
2: heart. I mean, there's different types
0: of peaches, though. There's flat peaches, and then there's also like the, like, peach emoji peaches that you (laughs) eat, like... Lemons. Okay, lemons. They could be preservation.
1: I'm thinking of acidity, so something very sour or... I don't, that's not a concept, but that's what I'm going with.
0: <laughs> I feel like the- I just screamed, like, <laughs> preservation.
1: <laughs> Wait,
0: okay, why preservation? Because I feel like uh, whenever, I don't know, like you could preserve food
1: with lemons, lemon juice. Can you? Right? Or, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Well, I think Tika's thinking about pickling, and if you pickle oh, wait, something, yeah, well, you will usually yeah, yeah. use something acidic, like vinegar, or I guess you could use lemon juice, but. Thanks, Manchi. <laughs> I right. got you, I got you. <laughs> Train of thought better than I do.
2: <laughs> so it actually means the bittersweetness of life.
1: Mm. I mean, kind of like even then, when life gives, you, well, I guess it's kind of like an opposite meaning of when life gives you lemon, so make lemonade, but.
2: Yeah. And that is it with the shadiness of still life.
1: Wow, that's really interesting. I think some of those made a little bit more sense than yeah. the Nata's shell and the clams. But maybe it's just because we weren't in the context of the time. So,
0: mm-hmm. I kind of want to make still lives now.
1: Yeah, they're not as boring as I thought they would be.
0: Yeah, and throw shade at people like we were talking about earlier.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like gift them to like old high school like
0: show up to our 10-year reunion
1: (laughs) we made
2: paintings for all of y'all
1: yeah exactly or at your wedding didn't like not not your wedding at your funeral you're like all your will is just filled with these random pings and technically they have a secret message in all of them
0: oh my gosh yes and people be like oh my gosh like Like this specific one goes to
1: this person yeah
0: (laughs) They would be and so
1: flattered
2: be like, and they'll never yeah.
1: know. Yeah. Yeah, but from like <laughs> wherever you are, heaven or hell, you'll just be like, hee hee he, hee hee <laughs> <laughs> Got the last laugh. Just like that. Hee <laughs> hee <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: This is just so meddler. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Uh, if you have any stories you would like for us to cover email us at artdramalama at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram on at artdramalama, llama and also patreon at artdramalama. uh lastly we want to thank you for joining us and hope that we can continue looking beyond the galleries with y'all next time also we want to do a special shout out for our editor gabrielle thanks gabrielle we love you thank you, you. Much. bye llamas thanks Bye, llamas.
2: Later, llamas. <laughs>